The following presentation is brought to you by the Mutual Network. Better living through audio. This is an Adventureland Media Production. The following audio drama is rated PG-13 for parental guidance. In 1943, the world has gone to war on two fronts. The fates of nations have been thrown into the winds of history. In Southern California, a team of ex-flying Tiger pilots have come together as a request from the President of the United States. Their job? To use their special military skills to protect the American people from all enemies, foreign and domestic. Together, they are the terrors of the skies. This is the story of The Lost Tigers. Tonight's episode, Terror in the Skies. Nineteen forty two. The air crews of the fourteenth Air Force, led by Flying Tigers Major Will and Gunny Garcia, are rushing headlong into battle over China, preparing to bomb a Japanese airbase. But thick fighting and black fill the stormy night as they begin. Looks like we're lined up for the bombing run. Hold up bomb bay doors. Bombs
long trick back home. It's something I developed back when I was a scoutmaster. If I remember right, you also were quite the storyteller yourself. <laughs> Al Gunny, what are you talking about? I never uh, Remember when we were lost in North Africa a few years ago? You told me a scary story of this special train called the Express that rolled across America during the 1800s. You said it was famous for carrying mysterious items anywhere in the U.S., no questions asked, as long as the cargo owner could afford the service. I remember, old buddy, I remember those stories quite well. I also remember sometimes the cargo wasn't what it seemed. Things like that were frightening to a Latin American boy in his dirties. <laughs> now, that was a long train ride, and Well, <laughs> never mind. Well, how about it, Diego? Yeah, fellas, come on. Come on. Come on, tell me, I want to hear it. Okay, all right, relax. <laughs> okay, everyone, mind your post. Keep an eye out for Japanese planes. I will tell you guys a spooky story of a flight that was taking some passengers from Houston to Los Angeles, but had to make an unexpected stop. Oh, no, 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 not the whole terror in the skies tale again. How many times has this one gone around the campfire on the beach in Catalina? As long as you don't tell the story of the nine-foot giant of Iron Mountain Bay again, we've all heard that one. Come on, we haven't heard it. See? There's a lot of good stories yet to mine from the brain of Diego Garcia. And at this time, it's an American town. The Chinese pilots have been scaring the hell out of these boys with tales of dragons and demons for months. You gonna tell them the story of the legend of Sleepy Hollow? What about the... I know, I know. The Black Rider. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. I know. The Thunderbird. You guys know back there, that's a flying demon from Native American lore. It attacks planes over the deserts in Arizona, and New Mexico, and California in stormy summer nights. Seriously. I think the Thunderbird is just an Apache version of the Gremlins and Pilots whispering out over Europe. Maybe so, but... Every culture has tales like this, boys, even here in China. Just recently I heard about a creature called a Yuguai. Flies high in the skies on clear nights like this one, hiding in the clouds and preying on unwary travelers, especially in airplanes. The pilots from the CEF were talking about the American Club just last yeah, week. Yeah, but well, I... These demons... Chewing up propellers, wingtips, and flashing their ugly mugs in the windows to scare passengers. Usually, they just appear as a blue glowing mist on the wingtips and antenna masts. Hell, even the Japanese are afraid of them. Though I admit I've never heard of them before now. Do you mind? This is my story. Sorry, buddy. Alright. It was a dark, moonless night in 1936, and passengers began boarding a plane from Houston heading towards Los Angeles. The flight attendants were doing their normal check-in of passengers until they came across one particular passenger, a passenger who the doctors believe suffered from aviophobia, a fear of flying, and had a nervous breakdown on a previous flight from New York. See, this man was just released from a sanitarium, and well, this was his first flight since the night of his breakdown. Welcome, Mr. and Mrs. Cotto. Welcome aboard. Wow, do you think we'll be ahead of that storm? 
I hear they are atrocious over the desert. Well, we will should try, Miss Cotta, but the storm is moving pretty quick. But don't worry, this is a Douglas DC-3, a good, strong plane. We'll only feel a slight turbulence, if any. Well, that's good. I, I have a stomachache there. Well, Rosie, leave the young girl alone and let her do her job. She doesn't need to hear about your stomach. Jim, I was just asking if we'll beat the storm. There is nothing wrong with that, is there? Flying gives me the heebie-jeebies, that's all. Okay, we need to close the cabin door and get everyone in their seats if we want to beat the storm. Well, now look what you did. You're holding everybody up. Well, I never. Why do you always think I'm still bothering people? <laughs> What's funny? The cottage. It's going to be a swell flight. Well, let's get these last passengers in so we can head out. My feet are tired. Certainly. <laughs> I want to get back home to my man. He works at the Warner Brothers Studios, you know. Hello. Name, please? Uh, Teagman. Mr. and Mrs. Oh, hello, Mr. Teagman. How are you feeling today? Well, what does that mean? No, what's written on there? <laughs> Nothing, dear. Everything's fine. See? My husband is okay. Julie, please. Sorry, Mr. Teagman. I mean no disrespect. I was just merely asking how... I wish everyone would just let what happened go. I'm fine. We know, honey. She's just doing a check-in. Yes. I wasn't trying to be a wise guy, really. I'm really sorry, sir. For? For me having to spend the last couple years in a nuthouse? Eric, stop it. Is there a problem here, folks? No, no, officer. My husband's just tired. Isn't that right? Yes. Sorry, I... I'm just a little tired, and, and you know, a, a little nervous about flying. Well, sir, it's okay. Everyone does get a little nervous about flying. But we should be taking our seats now. Yes, let's go to our seats, dear. Sorry for the fuss. Yes, sorry. Let's go to our seats, Julie. Thank you, officer. What was that about? Oh, that's Mr. Siegman. The one who has the breakdown in a couple years back? On a flight he was on. It was in the news. Eric Digman? Hold on. Didn't the paper say he went crazy because he thought he saw things on the plane? Yeah, but the doctor released him. And I was looking at the notes and... Attendants, please do a final check and prepare for takeoff. I don't think we'll have any problems. Let's get everyone ready. Don't forget to check the belts and trays. I will go and let the captain know that everyone has boarded. Eric, darling, are you feeling okay? I mean, the way you snapped at that poor girl. I'm fine. I just I wish that... Honey, shh. Lower your voice, please. I just wish that... Wish what? You know what? Nothing. I'm okay. I'll be fine. Want an aspirin, dear? No, I'm fine. But thank you, dear. Please fasten your seatbelt, sir. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, excuse me, miss? Yes, sir? Would it be possible to get a cup of water? My, my mouth is a little dry. Why, yes, of course. I'll be right back. Thank you. Carrie, I'll get the water so you can let the captain know we're ready. Thanks, Lisa. Oh, uh, hey, hello, Carrie. How's it looking back there? Great. 
Everyone has boarded and is seated. Perfect. Maybe we can get out of here ahead of the storm. Well, there goes that. All right, let's get out of here. Take your seats, Carrie, and tell the others to do the same as well. Will do, Captain. Um, oh, Captain? Uh, yes, Carrie, what is it? I must inform you that we have a passenger by the name of Mr. Eric Tiegman. Yes, and? Why does that name sound familiar? Remember Flight 32, the one that had to make the emergency landing in Chicago a few years back? The man said there were spooks riding on the tail fin. That's right! Probably had too much to drink. What a flat tire. <laughs> oh boy, do you think he'll... I doubt it would happen again. Okay, we need to get out of here. That storm moving in quick. I can see lightning strikes out over the hills to the west. It's time for you to scram, Carrie. See you in a few, doll. Yes, Captain. You okay, honey? Yeah? Well, what's taking so long to leave? Oh, I don't know, dear. I think... Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your captain speaking. We just got the clearance for takeoff, so please make sure your seatbelts are fastened. We're going to try to get ahead of the storm, but it's moving pretty quick, so it might be bumpy ride for the first half of our trip till we get out over Arizona and then uh, smooth sailing to the Grand Central Airport in Glendale. See, dear, the captain was just waiting for clearance. Yeah, you're right. Let's let's just enjoy the flight. We'll be experiencing some turbulence. It shouldn't last more than 15 or 20 minutes. Storm sounds uh, a little rough. I'm going to open this curtain to... Just to check how bad it is. Mm. Yes, honey. Wow. It's, uh, that's pretty bad. It's almost as if... Uh... As if what, honey? Honey? Huh? What is it? What? You were saying as if what? Oh, oh nothing. Uh, I was just seeing the storm, I'm sure. I, I thought I saw something. Eric? Dear, go to bed. I'm fine. I just got lost in the side of the storm. Okay, honey. I'm just tired, that's all. My mind is... My mind's playing tricks on me. Couldn't be anything out there. I mean, really, how could there be anything out there? There's, the storm is so strong, and... We're about 20,000 feet high above the ground. No one could probably even survive out there, even if they wanted to. Oh my God, it, it can't be. Honey, honey, wake up. Julie, baby, look outside, dear. Honey, what is it? Look outside. There is something out there. Uh, out where? Look out the window at the creature out on the wing. Huh? Where, where did it go? I know it was out there. Uh, dear, are you okay? Yeah, of course. Uh, maybe I just need an aspirin. Okay, honey, maybe you need some rest. Here, have my water. Well, thanks, dear. I'll just uh, close this curtain on the window. I know I saw something out there. For sure, but... I don't know, maybe the weather is playing tricks on me. Well, yeah, yeah, sure, that's it. 
I mean, if I open this curtain again, all I'm going to see out there is the wing and, and the rain. <laughs> of course, my mind is just playing tricks on me. Come. Honey, what is it? Yes, sir. What is it? Look outside there. It's a creature. He's out there. He's been ripping at the wing. I don't see anything. What do you mean? He's right there. Are you blind? There's nothing there. He's right there. I'm telling you. He's right there on the... No, no. I saw him. Right on the wing. He was cutting away. It's got claws. It's like it's dragging down the metal of the wing. Mr. Siegman? Mr. Tiegman! Honey? Yes? You okay, sir? Huh? Are you okay, Mr. Tiegman? What's the problem? Oh. Oh. You again. I swear I saw someone or something outside. Honey, stop it. Please keep it down. Sir, please get some rest. I don't want to have to ask the captain to land this plane. Honey. I, I swear there was something out there. It was it was tearing at the wing. Uh, you can gotta be able to see damage out there, something. Stewardess, may I please see you in the back? Yes. We'll be right back, sir. Honey, please, you were doing so good. Please let's get to Chicago and have a good trip home. Yes. Yes, uh, you're right. You're right. What do you think? Uh, what do you think he's telling them? <sighs> Nothing. I'll go tell them everything is okay and close that curtain, too. Uh, okay, dear. Confuse the Texans. Excuse me. Sorry to interrupt. My husband is fine. I apologize. He's just tired and a little nervous because of all the rain and thunder. Well, there is no need to worry about this man. Sometimes it's okay to get a little nervous. But he needs to control himself. He will startle the rest of the passengers with that kind of talk. You're right, officer. It won't happen again. Here, give him this. It's a tranquilizer. It will help him sleep. No. Well, if you think it will work, thank you. You're welcome. Now, back to your seat. It's getting bumpy. Yes, officer. Everything okay? Yes, dear. Here, take this. It'll help you rest. I don't... I don't need anything to... Please, dear. All right. All right. I'll just pretend to take the tranquilizer and fall asleep. But I know what I saw. I know that I saw... I saw something. No, 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 no! It's going to tear the wing apart. Let's stop him. But how? I know. I'll get the officer to come over, and, and when he's not looking, I'll take his gun, and I'll shoot the creature. Yeah, that's what I'll have to do. I, I've got to. It's the only way I can save everyone. Yes, sir? Can, can you please get the officer? I, I just want to apologize to you. It's all right. Please? Okay. Honey? Oh, don't worry, honey. I'm fine. Shh, it's, it's okay. Yes, sir. The flight attendant informed me you wanted to see me. Yes, sir. I, I just... 
I want to apologize. I'm, I'm just very tired. And the storm might have been playing tricks on me. You know, you start to see things. And you know how it is when you're tired. Uh, yeah. I've had days like that. It's best you get some rest. You know, what is that out there, uh, out the window? Huh? I don't see anything. What the? What are you doing, sir? Sir, no. I'm going to stop here! Adventureland Media Production was created by Alan Douglas and Renee Garcia. Written by Renee Garcia. Directed by Renee Garcia and Alan Douglas. Vocal effects, mixing, and music by Alan Douglas. Sound editing courtesy of Audacity. Copyright 2012. This Adventureland Media presents the Lost Tigers audio drama featured the voice talents of Renee Garcia as Gunny Garcia and the co-pilot. Alan Douglas as Major Will and the Captain. Dan Shippey as Eric Tiegeman and Crewman Number 3. Dolly Wyatt as Julie Tiegeman. Rachel Fewings as Flight Attendant 1. Anae Gonzalez as Flight Attendant 2. Steven Tyler as Mr. Carter. Ron Voss as The Officer. Brian Hayes as Crewman 2. Daryl Lansing as Crewman 1. Rachel Halberstead as Mrs. Carter. And Joseph Hernandez as the narrator. Terror in the Skies is a non-profit production created by Adventureland Media as part of its The Lost Tigers collection. Although the story is an original, spun off from The Lost Tigers Adventures, it is loosely based on Nightmare at 20,000 Feet Twilight Zone. Written by Richard Matheson and Rod Sterling. All music and sound effects belong to their originators. No copyright infringing claims are intended. 
Sweet Sue has been tied to the railroad tracks. Will our heroes save her? Well, of course, the hero always prevails on Thriller Thursdays. I'm John Bell, the hero that rarely prevails in Bells in the Bat Free, the comedy show you can hear every Friday Follies and a bunch of Sunday showcases. Oops, looks like the hero may have been a tad late there. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together. <laughs>